You're listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We are a church that strives to have open hearts, open minds, and open doors as we make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And one of the ways that we do that is offering up our sermons for you to listen to. And so we hope you connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org or on our social media at TahlequahUMC. So enjoy today's message. There is power in faith. Whether that's faith like a mustard seed or faith like those spiritual giants that we know, there is power in faith. And how we utilize our faith is important, whether we're sharing God's love and and, and trusting and and knowing that God is going to be with us in every step and every breath that we take, despite what may be going on around us, there is power in faith. E. Stanley Jones wrote that faith is not hard to believe. That is anxiety thing, is anxiety trying to look like faith. When you pass from trying to trusting, the base of your life changes from yourself to God. I'm going to read that again because I didn't do too good the first time. Faith is not trying hard to believe. That is anxiety trying to look like faith. When you pass from trying to trusting, the basis of your life changes from yourself to God. And so for the next five weeks, we're going to be looking at how we can trust ourselves less and trust God more. Being open to faith, even if we're not sure that we have, have faith, even just a little faith can make a world of difference. We're going to look at some things like maybe the power of baptism, like we are today, and how baptism isn't just an end or a new beginning, but a reminder. And with that in mind, let's dive into the Scriptures today. If you would, open your Bibles up to Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17, and listen to these words. At that time, Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan River so that John would baptize him. John tried to stop him and said, I need to be baptized by you, yet you come to me. Jesus answered, Allow me to be baptized now. This is necessary to fulfill all righteousness. So John agreed to baptize Jesus. When Jesus was baptized, he immediately came up out of the water. Heaven was opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God coming down like a dove and resting on him. A voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I dearly love. I find happiness in him. May you receive what the Spirit is saying in the reading and hearing of the Scriptures. Thanks be to God. There's power in baptism. I remember sitting in my Gospels class in Oklahoma City University, and Dr. John Starkey was was sitting there, and, and we were talking about this particular text, and we were talking about Jesus' baptism, and he related it like this. The reason why Jesus had to be baptized was like the oldest child who had to take the last bath in the bath water. Now, that's not new to me. That's not relevant to me because I didn't grow up in a time when you had one bathtub for all children 
to take a bath in. And, and some of you do, and some of you are remembering that, and some of you are remembering those grimy baths if you were the last child on that day. But Jesus was the last child to take up all the grime away and to start anew. Puts a different perspective on baptism, doesn't it? Dr. Starkey also said that one of the things to pay attention to is in movies, pay attention to when there's a water scene, because when there's a water scene, that means transformation is going to happen. And there's all sorts of movies that we could relate to where that would be the case. Even the latest Star Wars movies has a water scene where transformation occurs. Water is life. Water reminds us of new life. Just think about it. If you remember your baptism, every time you took a shower, think about what that would do to you. Think about how that would recenter you and open you up to the possibilities of, of God calling you into this community and covenant, which is dangerous. And through our baptisms, we, we, we open ourselves up to the possibility of really living into being like Jesus because Jesus was baptized. Therefore, we should be baptized. Therefore, we should live a life like Jesus because we strive to follow Him. And so when we need to remember our baptisms, we do it not because we have to, to check a box every year. We do it because we need to be reminded of that love, grace, and mercy that God offers to us, the greatest gift of all, without price. There's power in baptism, so much so that it, that it shapes us and changes us. I don't know about you, but when we do the Remember Your Baptism service and, and, and touching the water, there's something just sacred about it that helps me remember my baptism now 20 years ago. And it helps me remember to tell my daughters the story of their baptism because they were just infants. But we remember the call that the community made to support that child and teach them how to be like Jesus. It's one of the reasons why I love baptizing infants. It's because then it's not the parents' responsibility, it's all of our responsibility. But it's not just that. Also, when we baptize anybody, it's not just that person's responsibility to grow in their faith. It's all of our responsibility in faith to come together as a community and help each other grow. Baptism is communal. It's a one-time event that when we do it, we do it to be introduced, to initiate it in a Christ's holy church. Jesus was baptized to belong to us, to be connected to us. There's power in baptism power to transform us, power to hold us accountable, power to renew us and reshape us, power to restore us and to bring us home. When Pastor Jim Dennison was in college, he, he served as a missionary in East Malaysia. And while he was attending a small church at one Sunday's worship service, a teenage girl announced that she had wanted to give her life to Jesus and wanted to be baptized. And she came forward with her luggage in hand. 
Not the greatest of luggage. It was a little worn out. But she wanted to be baptized, and, and she brought this luggage with her, and, and, and Denison wondered, why did she do this? And it was explained to her that this child's father had said that if she was baptized as a Christian, she could never go home again. And so she brought her luggage. And we don't know what happened to her. I'd assume someone probably took her home, gave her a new life, a new home. But someone was willing to take that kind of risk. Someone who was willing to live out their life following Jesus, to risk everything and put aside everything that they had known and start off on a new journey. See, that's what happens with Jesus' baptism. It starts off on a new journey. And sometimes when we come to remember our baptism, we do it to remember, but to also restart. Because sometimes we need to restart, right? Sometimes we need to hit reset. Because maybe we became a little bit too dirty. And maybe we need to be restored and renewed and refocused. I love our liturgy in regards to baptism. Brothers and sisters of Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the Spirit. All of this is God's gift offered to us without price. And so we come to remember today, not to check a box, but because we have to. Because we need it. We need to be restored and renewed and refocused to follow Jesus. But maybe we haven't been baptized. Maybe you want to be. Maybe today's the day. So today we come to remember. We come to remember Jesus' baptism, but we also come to remember ours. And if you don't, it's okay. It's not a requirement for discipleship. But we remember. And we hold each other accountable to be like Jesus. So I want to invite you here in a little bit, we're going to invite you to, be bab- to remember your baptism. i got to make sure I say that correctly. To remember your baptism. Unless you haven't been and you feel that today is the day. What a great day to do it. To say you were baptized on Baptism of the Lord Sunday. That is a great day to remember, isn't it? Sure beats being baptized on Halloween. Although it really makes it easy for me to say I was baptized on Halloween. But the power of baptism shapes us and transforms us and renews us. And so I want to invite you to think about that. But I love the questions that we ask to prepare ourselves for baptism. We're going to say those today. I'm going to ask you these questions, and your response is, I do. Do you announce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil and justice and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, 
Put your whole trust in His grace and promise to serve Him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to all people. Will you nurture one another that by the teaching and example all may be guided by your love and God's love to accept God's grace for themselves and to profess their faith openly and lead a life Following Jesus, I will. And now to close, I want to, make, I want to read the covenant that you'll find there in your bulletins or on the screen. Let's pray, let's pray this covenant together. I am not my own self-made, self-reliant human being. In truth, O oh God, I am yours. Make me into what you will, Make me a neighbor with those whom you will. Guide me on the easy path for you. Guide me on the rocky road for you. Whether I am to step up for you or step aside for you. Whether I am to be lifted high for you or brought low for you. Whether I become full or empty with all things or with nothing. I give all that I have and all that I am for you, so be it. And may I always remember that you, O God, and I belong to each other. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, and we hope you connect with us at TahlequahUMC.org.